You're listening to the David Bumble Networking Podcast. Very good day interviewing a lot of Cisco engineers. We discuss all things networking, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, Python, automation, the books, the exams, the future, your career. Another long day at Cisco Live. We talk to the authors, the experts, the leaders, and people like you and me. David Bumble coming to you from Oxford in the United Kingdom. Now, here's your host, David Bumble. So here's the question. Is Wi-Fi 6 as good as they say it is? Is it worth investing in a Wi-Fi 6 router? So to help answer that question, I've got a new Netgear router here. This is an AX8 router. This supports Wi-Fi 6. So let's see if this actually performs as well as vendors say it does. Now having a router by itself doesn't really help you. You need clients. So I've got a range of iPhones here, iPhone 7, iPhone X, iPhone XS Max, iPhone 11. The only phone that supports a Wi-Fi 6 is the iPhone 11. So let's see if this actually makes a difference. To also do another test, I've got a Wi-Fi 6 enabled card here, which I'll install in a computer, and we'll test if this actually makes a difference as well. So. Does Wi-Fi 6 live up to the hype? Is it worth you buying a Wi-Fi 6 router? Now, please note, no one sponsored me for this video. I purchased the router myself. I purchased the iPhones myself. So this is a totally unbiased review of the Netgear router and my Wi-Fi 6 tests, unlike perhaps some of the other YouTube videos that you'll find out there. Now there is one issue here, and that is that my home internet connectivity isn't that great. In other words, I don't have a fiber to home internet connection. It's actually running quite slow here. It typically runs at about 63 megabits per second. This is not a good way to test how fast the Wi-Fi is. So unlike other people, I'm not gonna try and use an application on the phone that connects to the internet to test internet speeds or Wi-Fi speeds, that doesn't really help. What I'm gonna use is iPerf. So I'm gonna run iPerf on the phones. I'm gonna run iPerf on a PC, in other words, on this Mac here, and I'm going to connect via the Wi-Fi to that iPerf device, and I'm gonna test the actual throughput. I'll also do that using this network card, so I'll test the throughput with one PC using this and another PC connected to the physical network. Now, before going any further, let me give you the spoiler, because some of you are not gonna watch the entire video. Is it worth getting Wi-Fi 6 enabled devices? Well, have a look at these speeds on my iPhone 11. I think it's well worth it. What about these speeds on a PC with a network interface card that supports Wi-Fi 6? I noticed that the difference in speed between a wired connection and a wireless connection using sort of a controlled environment isn't that great. So the Wi-Fi connection was approaching the speeds of the physical ethernet connection in my PC. Speed differences on phones vary a lot. You need to have a modern device like an iPhone 11 
or Samsung Galaxy 10 that supports Wi-Fi 6. A lot of new devices now will be supporting Wi-Fi 6. You can only get the true benefits of Wi-Fi 6 and all the enhancements with regards to speed and so forth if you have a client that's capable of Wi-Fi 6. Different phones here, not all of them support Wi-Fi 6. So you'll notice a difference in the speeds that they attain using the Wi-Fi network. Is it worth buying a Wi-Fi 6 enabled device? Well, I think it is. In my tests, I found that the iPhone 11 outperformed the other phones. I also found that a PC with a Wi-Fi 6 enabled network card reached amazing speeds, very close to physical ethernet. Now there's obviously a lot of variables. How far away are you from the access point? What are you sending your traffic through? If you're trying to go through a solid brick wall, you're not necessarily gonna get the same throughput as I did in my experiments where the device was very, very close to the access point or in this case, the Wi-Fi enabled router. But is it worth it? I think it is. But you need client devices that support Wi-Fi 6 to justify the cost of purchasing a Wi-Fi 6 enabled router. Okay, so without further ado, let's get started. And I'm gonna show you in detail now how I set up this Netgear router, how I set up the PC with that network card, how I tested the speeds on the iPhones using iPerf. Okay, so the first thing I need to do is unbox my new home router. This is a Netgear router once again. Hopefully it's gonna improve the performance from my previous Wi-Fi connections, which were using these Apple devices, so these AirPorts. Hopefully this will be a lot better than the Apple AirPorts and other devices. This is a modern Netgear router. I've got a very old one here, which I'll use for explaining some concepts later. This router only supports 2.4 gigahertz, 802.11 it says, supports G networks, 108 megabits per second, according to this. So that old router doesn't have the performance of a modern router. This router supposedly supports two gigabits per second, wired connectivity for faster internet. Now that's a problem with Wi-Fi 6. The physical network that I have here at home only supports one gigabits per second. So this switch as an example is one gigabits per second. Now that's just a small switch that I've put on my desk for demonstration purposes. I do have other switches in the house, but they support one gigabits per second. That means I need to upgrade my network to fully support Wi-Fi 6. It's an issue that's gonna be affecting a lot of networks in the real world because Wi-Fi 6 devices can connect at greater speeds than one gigabits per second. According to this, 4.8 gigabits per second. So in other words, in theory, a device connecting to this will be able to transmit at higher speeds than my physical network. Okay, enough talking, let's get this device out of here. Now it comes with a quick start guide. We've got the router itself, nicely packaged. Got power supply. I'm based in the UK, so we've got a UK power supply. Got ethernet cable. And if I was based in Europe, I'd use that. But I'm not, so I've used the UK plug.
Okay, so we told to unwrap it as follows. Take the plastic off. Now on the router, I've got a default network key. So I can use my phone to connect to that as an example. Before I connect to the wireless network, it's got LED options on and off. It's got USB ports, two of them. It's got five ethernet ports, two of which can be used in aggregate. So do ether channeling or some kind of channeling. I've got an internet connection on and off and I've obviously got a power port as well. So I'll power this on and then I'll connect to the network. I won't bore you with the basic settings. Big thing is the test. Does it perform as they say it should at Wi-Fi 6 speeds? Okay, so I've got it plugged in and powered up. Initially, when it starts up, it makes quite a bit of noise, but then quietens down. You don't typically have your Wi-Fi devices, however, so close to your end devices. So this will go upstairs in the roof, but it's okay where it is for the moment. Now, I want to connect to that, so... And I'm going to select join Netgear 75. Don't want to join it, yes I do. Okay, so in my initial tests, I found that it didn't work as well as I expected. I had to make some changes. One of the changes that I had to make is make sure that the devices are connecting via five gigahertz and not 2.5 gigahertz. So I've got my three phones connected via the wireless network. I've got my MacBook connected to the physical router. So rather than having it connect to the switch, I've connected it directly to the router. In this example, I've got an Ubuntu PC running within VMware on my Mac. ifconfig shows me that this is the IP address. And what I'll do is start iperf on this server using this port number. Now the router is making a bit of noise, but hopefully you don't hear it. What I'll do is on the first phone, connect to the Ubuntu server, port 5201. Let's see what kind of speed we get. And that's what I'd expect. 518 megabits per second. So in a 10 second period, 521 megabits per second, that's good. On this phone, 543 megabits per second, varying a little bit. I've only got a gig connection to the server, but 545 megabits per second is good. On this one, 700 and something, 800. That's kind of the speeds that I would expect for Wi-Fi 6. Much better performance than the other phones. This is obviously not very scientific. Got the device right next to me, three IP phones, but kind of shows you what happens. This is kind of what I was getting in previous tests. So when I do that again, we're still getting 700 and something. So 726 megabits per second, minimum 649, max 774 on this phone. 581 megabits per second, not too bad. So minimum 489, maximum 585 on this phone. 
varying a bit once again. So iPhone 11, 726, definitely made a difference in performance having Wi-Fi 6. On this phone, 555. On this one, 511. So as I went through the generations of iPhone, the throughput got better. The new iPhone supports 802.11ax, which is Wi-Fi 6. Previous generation supported 802.11ac, Wi-Fi 5. And the same is true for the iPhone 10. So definitely had an increase in performance. I'll run the phone right next to the access point. Now, typically, you don't want to run it so close. Still getting good performance, though. Maybe a bit less than what we had before. 670. Over here, getting better performance a little bit further away from the access point. It was too close to the access point, so getting a bit of a better speed. I'll hold it right here next to the camera. Still getting decent speed, 700 and something, so not too bad. Um, it varies when I move the phone around. But there you go, I've demonstrated that Wi-Fi 6 gives us better performance through that device. I'm getting great performance here on my devices compared to what I would have previously got using my older Wi-Fi devices. So let's see if this network card is as good as they say it is, and let's see if Wi-Fi 6 is close to a physical network connection. Now to help me do that, I'm gonna run iPerf on this computer as well as that computer, and I'm going to test it using a physical ethernet cable. So I physically cabled that computer to my Netgear router, and what we'll do is we'll try it using a physical connection, and then I'll try it using a wireless connection. Okay, so first thing, hopefully you can see this, I've got a wired connection and a wireless connection. So what I'll do is turn off the wireless connection. IP address shows me that the IP address on this device is 10.0.0.12. So that's the current IP address on the PC. So I'll clear that. And what I'll do is start the iPerf server. So iPerf is now running on that PC. And what I'll do is start the client on this PC. And as you can see, it's transmitting over 900 megabits per second. So that's excellent. We're not getting gig speeds. This only supports one gigabits per second. But there you go. That is a physical connection. So I'll do that again. Physically, we are getting over 900 megabits per second. Okay, but now let's do the real test. So what I'll do is turn on the wireless and I'll disconnect the ethernet cable on the router. So on the server, you can see we only have a connection to wireless. Now the IP address of the PC now is 10.0.0.4. So over here, 10.0.0.4. So I'll start iPerf again. And on this side, let's send traffic to 10.0.0.4. Okay, so we're still getting over 900 megabits per second. 
I'm really happy with that performance. Physically, we were getting 941, 939. Now I'm getting 916, 914. So sending traffic again, we're getting over 900 megabits per second through the wireless connection. So 921, 920. I would say I'm really happy with that performance. Notice once again, Ethernet cable is disconnected. So there's no Ethernet cable on that PC. I'm getting 920, 918 megabits per second. So really happy with that performance. Now, once again, on the PC IP address shows me that this is the IP address. The Ethernet connection is disconnected. I only have a wireless connection enabled. So start that server again. Run iPerf, getting over 900 megabits per second. I'll connect to the router. And as you can see, this IP address is connected via wireless. I only have three devices connected. I've got an Ubuntu server, which is this one. IP address shows me that this virtual machine running on my Mac has an IP address of 10.0.0.6. This is my Mac, and this is the Ubuntu PC running over there behind me. So again, I'll clear the screen connect to that Ubuntu PC using wireless or Wi-Fi 6, you can see that we're getting over 900 megabits per second. Again, I'm limited physically to a one gig connection to this PC over here, so one gig. Okay, so I'm really happy with that performance, really happy with this network card, getting close to one gigabits per second of throughput using this Wi-Fi 6 adapter. I could probably make it even better if I had two Wi-Fi devices. I found, however, that a phone to that PC doesn't do as well. I can do one more test. So here is my iPhone. I'll start iPerf. Go to the server, 10.0.0.4, and start downloading. Got to make sure I'm on the right Wi-Fi network. Start. Yeah, not getting the kind of performance that I would have expected. Getting over 100 megabits per second, but not what I would want to get. Try upload. That's better. Still not great. 400 megabits per second. Much nicer to see over 900. So start that again. 400 megabits per second, not too bad. But again, when I'm doing it from PC to PC, I'm getting over 900 megabits per second. So that's a lot better. Okay, so that was a demonstration of Wi-Fi 6. I've demonstrated Wi-Fi 6 from iPhones to a Ubuntu server connected to the physical network. I've also shown you PC on Ethernet, physical Ethernet to Wi-Fi 6, also phone to Wi-Fi 6. I'm very happy with the speeds that I'm getting. Now, obviously, I've got the router right next to me. 
Typically, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't have your devices right next to the router. Now, Netgear do have another type of device that has a five gig ethernet port. So perhaps if anyone's interested, I might buy one of those and then get a 10 gig switch and see if I can run at even higher speeds. See if I can get a higher throughput on Wi-Fi 6. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Be sure to visit David's YouTube channel at David Bumble, where you can subscribe and watch all of his videos. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Catch you next time on the David Bumble Networking Podcast. All the best. Take care.